Hi, besties. You're listening to Long Distance BFF. I'm Tristan. And I'm Samantha. We're your new best friends. Each episode, we'll dive into friendship head first. We'll talk about celebrity friendships, heartwarming friendships, and maybe share some tips to keep your friendship strong along the way. We're the friendship experts. Hi, besties. Hi, besties. Welcome back. We are doing Bride Wars. Yes, Bride Wars with Anne Hathaway and Kate Hudson. You guys have to remember this movie. Yeah, this was a this was a good movie. Definitely a comedy. Yes, this is a good one because I think that everybody has some sort of drama at their wedding. Weddings always have a little bit of drama. You're probably correct about that. Yeah, we all have a little bit of, and it's usually a friendship drama. Mm -hmm. Definitely. (laughs) So yeah, so this one in particular, these two girls are best friends since growing, I mean, they grew up together and one of their dreams was to get married at the Plaza Hotel. Both of them have the same, the same dream. Yes. And then their dream comes true in the same month. They'll be able to get married. They're excited. And then there's a problem. The day, the only day that's available now is the same exact day. So they have to get married on the same day at the same time. Mm -hmm. And this is where the conflict arises. So in this friendship, there is one more outspoken, she always gets her way, and that is Kate Hudson's character, Liv. Mm -hmm. Yes. And the other one, Emma, Anne Hathaway's character, she does a little bit more of the giving. Like, okay, go ahead. You, You know, we can do it your way. Liv's parents have passed away, like died when she was younger. So I think that's One of the reasons Emma kind of gives in to her a little bit more, but at this, at this time with both of their weddings on the same day at the same time, Emma doesn't want to give in. Well, I think she's about to, but then a little miscommunication happens and she decides, nope, I'm not doing it. Well, yeah, I think that Emma is ready to give in and give live what she wants. But yes, when she finds out that she's already sending out her save the dates, I believe that's what it was. Was it, or it was, she, it was, I think it was a miscommunication. I think it looked like Liv had already sent him out, but she really hadn't something happened. She'd already had them made. So she knew that she, she knew that Liv wasn't going to back down. I think Emma just really wanted her friend to think about her. I think if Liv would have backed down, Emma would have backed down too and said, you know what? No, take it. But yeah, she was, she was upset that Liv always gets what she wants. And I really feel like she was just trying to prove a point this whole time. So yeah, they start kind of pranking each other, trying to get the other one to either call off the wedding or just have a bad (laughs) wedding. And they do some awful pranks to each other. Do you have any favorites? My favorite was Emma sending Liv all the chocolates so that she wouldn't fit into her dress. Because one of the sayings was, this dress, you'd, this dress doesn't get altered to fit you. You alter yourself to fit into this dress. Yes. It was 
stretched to the max, this dress, if she gained a pound, was not going to fit. Yeah, so sending the chocolates to make her gain weight was my favorite prank. And then let me see, my favorite prank would be she puts in the wrong sunless tanning solution and Emma turns bright orange. Yes, that one was really good. I think they did really good scene after scene, slowly making her more normal colored as if like it's washing off. So I thought Mm -hmm. they did really good with that instead of just orange. And then the next day she's back to being pale again. Yeah, they did a good job so that you could see that it was something that lasted a little while. It wasn't just gone the next day. And then, so they had to pick new maids of honors, right? They had to pick new people to be in their wedding because obviously they're not going to be in each other's wedding. And Emma picks this terrible, terrible coworker, this other teacher, because Emma is a teacher, this other teacher, and she's just terrible. I would rather have no maid of honor at all than ask someone that you really, really don't like. I'd rather have nobody than her. I know. And you can really see in this movie that they really don't, they have other friends and acquaintances, but they really they're close and so and their other friends don't want to take sides so they can't ask them to be their maid of honor so yeah Emma ends up asking this awful co-worker of hers that always gets Emma to do her job and stuff and then Liv ends up asking her assistant who doesn't want to do it but you know he's like well is this paid and she says yes it's paid So you can see that they really count on each other. And so when they don't have each other, they really have no one. Yes, absolutely. That was, that was terrible, but I still feel like I'd rather have nobody than someone who's just is ruining your wedding as much as Liv is. (laughs) Yeah. And we have to talk about one of those, everything happens for a reason. So, so Emma's fiance Fletcher, at first you think that they have the solid relationship. Mm-hmm. He, they've been together for years and years. He asks her to marry him in just this sweet, intimate way, just the two of them. And you think they're solid. Whereas Liv is expecting it. She finds the ring and she's expecting it soon. And it doesn't happen, doesn't happen. Then Emma gets engaged and Liv is like, oh my gosh, not happening. So she goes to Daniel's work and makes a big scene. And finally he's like, well, I was going to do it tonight, but we'll just do it now. So you kind of think that their relationship is more of the rocky one, Mm -hmm. but it actually ends up that Emma and Fletcher, Fletcher's just kind of not the nicest guy when it comes down to it. And he doesn't like when Emma starts asserting herself and, you know, being confident and getting what she wants. I feel like Fletcher is a set in his ways kind of guy. So when there's any kind of change that upsets him, he wants everything Mm -hmm. to be exactly the same. So did you recognize Liv's husband or fiance? Yeah. From, um, Reba. Yeah. It's man. Van. Yes. I was wondering if you recognized Van. Of course I did. Actually, you know, I have to change what my favorite prank was because I just remembered one right now, the hometown newspaper. So they put an announcement in the paper 
And Emma put a horrible picture, a horrible picture of Liv. <laughs> that was my, I, that one was my favorite. So I am between, I, I don't know if I can actually choose. I am between the suntan and the local newspaper, like yeah. wedding announcement. Yeah. Those were both really good. Yeah. I'm looking at my notes here and I wrote down something that I must've been thinking at the time. So I wrote that they start trying to sabotage immediately. Like they immediately cut deep. So I feel like there must have been some sort of competition before this all mm. happened. Cause it wasn't like a slow startup. I, I don't know. I was just kind of thinking like, it was just so immediate that mm-hmm. they, right. It seems like little things would happen and then they would start these, these pranks. The yeah. Mm-hmm. But to do it, just jump right into it. You're right. It would seem that there would be something underlining. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cause I feel like if this happened with us, well, just looking at it, Emma had been with her fiance or boyfriend for a really long time. I don't know. I not saying Liv should have gotten it. I think they both should have conceded. If yeah. one can't, then maybe they both don't because it's not fair. I would rather do yeah. that than lose my friend over this. Yes. And then always for the rest of your life, have some kind of regret. Like, well, I let her have her dream wedding and I got married at the city hall. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And they know, they know each other so well because the things that they do to each other, you have to know somebody really well to know what is going to hurt them the most. Mm -hmm. So I think that shows how deep their friendship was. So that's exactly, I actually wrote this in my notes. The worst enemy you could have would be your ex-best friend. Because they know mm-hmm. everything about you, your secrets, what makes you mad, your weaknesses, what can hurt you really, really deeply. So that would be the worst enemy to have. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You could tell the most terrible things about me. <laughs> right. I feel like we could, we could do some damage. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> no, but yeah, we could definitely do some damage. <laughs> oh goodness and then the end when they start so they they not, neither one of them compromises they both are having their wedding it's wedding day obviously Liv's parents are not there because they've passed away mm-hmm. so Emma's dad goes to see Liv before she walks down the aisle he's obviously going to his daughter's wedding but he goes to see her And he gives her their little scrapbook that they made when they were little. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of clicks in her head. What have we done? We've ruined this amazing friendship because of something so silly. Right. So you see her come to this realization and then they go out and they see each other in the hall before they walk into their respective rooms to their, to their own weddings. And they give each other this look. It was Mm -hmm. like saying, I'm sorry. I understand. Like there was just a lot of emotion that went through it and Mm -hmm. you think, okay, this is it. Like they've, this is really sweet. Like they've decided Mm -hmm. to kind of let things go Yeah. and Emma walks in. Yes. And Liv had decided after she saw that scrapbook, she told her assistant, her 
man of honor to scrap the last prank because her last prank was switching that dvd so she was going to walk down the aisle to her like spring break shenanigans instead of her childhood videos and Liv said i i can't do that that's going too far switch it back and the Mm -hmm. assistant doesn't do it yeah he doesn't switch it so then emma they have that look with each other and you think oh they'll they'll get back you know they'll get married and they'll get back but Mm -hmm. but then emma is walking down the aisle to this and all of a sudden this spring break video shows up and she is like that's it i cannot believe this she took it too far so then there's like the whole climax to the movie where emma runs across the hall and tackles Liv as she's walking down the aisle and creates this huge terrible scene yeah the final straw for emma she was done i can't really blame her that was really low i think it's different when you are playing pranks on each other and trying to sabotage prior but on the day weddings mm-hmm. are so expensive mm-hmm. for everyone to see in front of the whole family this isn't just trying to sabotage save the dates or sabotage yeah. putting you in the newspaper and things like right. that or dying having your hair dyed blue mm-hmm. I, I thought that was a little far too but either way these are things that are fixed it's prior to the wedding yeah I think those things were understandable, funny even, and just trying to get even, but at the wedding, that was way too much. And I think that's just how Liv is. She just, I think she takes things too far. She takes that next step. She does. Yes. She's very just overdramatic and a big personality. Mm -hmm. So then a Fletcher comes down and Emma, you know, he's upset that Emma was acting the way she's acting and they end up breaking up, which is good. Cause like I said before, everything happens for a reason. I think everything happened in this movie so that Emma would not marry Fletcher. Yes. And it was good that they broke up. I thought it was, so I know this is a comedy. This is not real life, but who breaks up right in front of someone else's wedding and just, just like everybody's watching and they're having this heart to heart breakup and then they just hug and go on their way. So I thought that was a little far-fetched. I feel like this was something you would go home and discuss. Yeah. Instead of just at the back of the church where everybody can watch. Right. Yeah. Bear witness. That's that's the movie part of it coming out. That doesn't happen in real life. You're right. It had to happen right then. So then she could be in Liv's wedding. and be her maid of honor so it had to happen immediately it had to happen right then so I understand for movie purposes but that was just one thing that really you're just you're just gonna break up with them right there okay yeah so I'm I saw an interview with Anne Hathaway and Kate Hudson about this movie and they talk about how they made a lot of the jokes really raunchy Mm -hmm. but they didn't make the cut because they didn't want the rated r for the movie So I really enjoyed this movie. I think their friendship obviously was a good one, except for this major foul up that they had because of that first miscommunication. Yes. And then they, I'm so glad they make up in the end. And then it's a year later 
and they mm-hmm. find out they're pregnant and they're due on the same day. So it's almost like a little opening to like a part two, yeah. a second movie, bridal shower wars or baby wars or right, something, something. Yeah. something like that. And then I could see them. Yeah, that would have been, that would have been good. Another thing I noticed too, in the movie that I forgot to mention that I think is kind of weird. They both had their bridal shower on the same day as well. That's controllable. Why would you have your bridal shower? You can't. So maybe you can't choose your wedding, but you could have chose to have separate bridal showers. I think by then they were so deep into the competition of it that it was just, it was just over. Yeah. So at the end, so the whole movie, Candace Bergen does the voiceover. And at the very end, she says, I wrote it down because I thought it was a good one. She says, if you're lucky, you will find that one person that will stand by you no matter what. Maybe it's a spouse, but maybe it's the person who's been standing beside you all along. That's sweet. I know. I liked that one. We were very fortunate to be in each other's weddings. Obviously, we were each other's maid of honors. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll put those pictures too. Oh, that would Although be... your wedding was like pre-computer, pre-computers. <laughs> it was pre like Facebook and all of that stuff. So I feel like you're going to have to take a picture of I'll see us. what I can find. I've been married for so long. I mean, I've been married for 12 years. How long you've been married? 17? 16. 16, 16 years. It's only four years. How was all my stuff online, like on Facebook and yours wasn't just behind the times, I guess we'll find stuff. I've got stuff. There's stuff out there. Okay. Yeah. We'll post, we'll post some pictures from each other's weddings. One piece of advice that I give everyone, every maid of honor and bridesmaid walking down the aisle and standing there watching their best friend walk down is to not smile too big because I look like the biggest goofball in all of your pictures because I am smiling so huge because I was so happy. Yes. I, I love the way you look. I think you look beautiful. I will be posting that picture. (laughs) I hated that. I I love in every single, every single picture you have the hugest (gasps) smile ever in all the land I was very happy for you and then four years later I told you remember look cute in the pictures don't <laughs> smile like an idiot like I did but you look good I, well I'm I'm still smiling pretty big <laughs> it was really good I do remember one part at your wedding <laughs> I'm so embarrassed I every time I see this picture I am mortified but <laughs> I walked in to the restaurant where you had your reception and the photographer was standing there and it was, I believe Amber, right? So she's standing there taking a picture and I thought she was taking a picture of me, but she was trying to get you and Josh walking into the restaurant. <laughs> so there's this like cheesy picture of me smiling and you and Josh are like blurry in the background walking into the <laughs> restaurant. And I'm just so stupid. I should have got out of the way. Instead. I'm like, Oh, she wants this picture of me. So I like smiled this corny, stupid smile. And if you look in the background and then I remember she took the picture and I turned around and saw you guys walking in and I was mortified. So every time I see that picture of me with a blurry you and Josh in the background, I was not, I was not supposed to be a, just a candid photo of me. 
Oh, that's so funny. I know what picture you're talking about, but I didn't remember. The yeah. Story. Well, look now in I'm the gonna, background. <laughs> I will try to find that one and post that one. You're like, why isn't there a picture of us entering into our reception? Because I, <laughs> I photobombed it. <laughs> you jumped in. That's yes. funny. Gosh. Yeah. I think we had really good weddings, really low drama, good weddings. No, it was great. I'm so glad we were able to be there for each other. And it wasn't on the same day and there was no competition. I got, you got to be a hundred percent my maid of honor and I got to be a hundred percent your maid of honor as well. Yes. Yes. Yes, It was perfect. You were an amazing maid of honor and you were having a baby. I had a baby. I mean, I know, but like during the process of the whole thing, you were pregnant, you were trying on bridesmaids dresses, pregnant, trying to guess what you would be afterwards. That's right. I was You're trying on these dresses and going, okay, well, I'm going to have the baby already. So I'm going to guess I'll probably be this size. Yeah. I guess think, your size. Yeah. I think it was like six weeks after I had her or yes. maybe a little less. Yeah. I do remember that. What did we do for your bachelorette party? Bachelorette party. We went to San Jose and we went to the Chippendales thing, but they did it in San Jose. It wasn't Vegas. It was in San Jose. And we did like a, I must've been pretty pregnant. (laughs) So it looked like an idiot. Right. (laughs) Why don't we have any like pictures of that? I have a picture of us getting ready, but I guess you can't take cameras in there anyway. So you couldn't really take pictures. I have a good scenario that probably comes up in a lot of weddings and that is out of all of your friends, if you say you don't have that one best friend that everybody knows, okay, that's your maid of honor. How do you choose your best friend? Or maybe you have a best friend from childhood or high school, mm-hmm. but then you've grown and now you have a best friend that's a coworker or, you know, an adult, a friend that you met in adulthood that you're closer to now. How do you go about deciding who becomes the maid of honor? I've heard of people having similar things, having a long best friend that you've had for years and years and years and years since childhood. But then you have this new best friend who's more into your life right then. So what Mm -hmm. do you do? Do you pick your past or do you pick your present? And that's a really hard question. I think also that being a maid of honor is a tough job. So I would start if you have two people or three people that you're confused about who you want to pick, I would start thinking of who's going to be able to be there and take on those duties. Do you have a new mom who can't take these duties? Do you have somebody who's really into their career and doesn't have time? And then do you have someone who's maybe has more time on their hands, unemployed or something that where they can devote more time to help you plan these things out? So I would just start looking at the secondary things. Mm -hmm. Who's your favorite people that you want standing next to you? And then who can take the task? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It's your wedding. So ultimately it's your decision. And Mm -hmm. if somebody doesn't like it, that's, that's a bummer and that's going to be terrible, but in the long run, they have to understand that it's your wedding and it's your decision. And that's that. Yes. Cause at the end of the day, they go home and they forget about your wedding. This is something that you and your husband are going to remember for the rest of your relationship. 
I think as too, as you get farther, as you've been married for longer, you realize the wedding isn't as important as this whole, when you're planning your wedding, this is so big, this is so important. And it is a very important day, but after you've been married for 16 years, I have trouble remembering the high points of my wedding. I remember (laughs) it was great, but we should have put a down payment on a house. (laughs) Yes. 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 Yeah. Okay. What's your biggest advice for somebody that would be getting married soon? Oh, hands down, get a good photographer. Hands down. My photographer was terrible. I remember I gave you the same advice. Make sure you have someone taking great pictures, good pictures, lots of pictures. My photographer was terrible. My photographer forgot to put film. This is back when you had to put film in a camera, forgot to put film in the camera and didn't even get pictures of me walking down the aisle with my dad. Mm-hmm. I don't have any of those except for some other pictures that people have taken, but no professional pictures of my dad and I walking yeah. down the aisle, which is a big deal. Now that my dad has passed away, I would love yeah. to have some more. I have pictures of my dad and I, after we got mm-hmm. married and then we, after Rodney and I got married and we had like the group photos and stuff, but none of us walking down the aisle. Yeah. That so that is biggest advice. What about you? What's your biggest advice? I think just going back to, it's just a few hours. It's just this little blip in the life of your relationship and the little things don't matter. You're not going to remember that the favor didn't turn out exactly like you wanted or that the cake had the wrong flowers on it. You're not going to remember those little things. So you need to just go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Eat the cake, eat the cake, eat the cake, eat all the cake. Yes. Eat the cake and save the cake. We did it. We saved the top of our cake and froze it and ate it a year later. Uh, take the fresh. If you have fresh flowers, take the fresh flowers off the cake before you freeze it or your whole cake will kind of taste like flowers, which is what that I happened did to you. Yes. <laughs> it had a little bit of flowers taste to it. Floral. So I wish we would have undecorated the cake because I had all these beautiful fresh flowers on it. I wish we would have taken those off, then froze it. Mm, We didn't do that. We didn't freeze. We had cupcakes. Yes. We had cupcakes. So we didn't freeze anything. We had one thing I really loved that we did was we had this huge, one of those Magnum wine bottles and we all drank that. We, so I had kind of a whole weekend thing we had all of our bridal party come because our wedding was a a bit of a destination. It wasn't like Hawaii, but it was on the beach a couple hours away from where we lived. So we rented two houses, one for the bride and bridesmaids and one for the groom and groomsmen. So we were staying there for a few days and we had this giant magnum of wine and we drank that. So it was empty at the wedding and we had people write us notes and roll it up and put it in the wine bottle. So like a little message in a bottle and we have opened those up. There's actually a few still in the bottle that we can't get out. So I need to try to, I, you know, we like would take them out here and there and read them. And then there's just been a couple stuck in the bottle that I have. I just, I've left in there, but maybe it's time to. Somebody wrote you an important message that is vital to your relationship and you have not read it. I know. Uh, All right. Well, 
besties. Thanks for listening to us chat about weddings and we'll see you next time. See you later guys. Love you, best friend. Love you, best friend. If you have a bestie question or comment or have a request, reach out to us via email at Sam and Tris LDBFF at gmail.com or message us through our Instagram, Long Distance BFF. <laughs>